WXOX Studios in Louisville, Kentucky. This is That Driving Beat, our first show of 2024, and uh, we're both back in the studio. Uh, so I'm back. Uwe's back. Uh, I'm James, and... Uh, I'm Uwe, obviously. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, stay tuned. It's, it's time for That Driving Beat. Yep.
Thank you for joining us for another episode of That Driving Beat. My name is James. And my name is Uwe. And as we uh, clumsily said during <laughs> our opening song, we're both live back in the studio uh, for this show. It's It's been a few weeks. There was, there was one week that we both had to take off, and then... Uh, you were uh, busy with you with work things. I was way too busy, but you know that's that's life. And it seems like I haven't been here for years because I don't even know how it works anymore. Obviously, <laughs> we're having to relearn the equipment here uh, uh, on that driving beat today. Yeah, if if, if your radio just suddenly stopped, that was not <laughs> you. That was me. They messed up on one of the turntables. Um, we do bring records down to the uh, the Art FM studios. Uh, for that driving beat from our collections because we are hopelessly hopelessly addicted to buying old soul rhythm and blues garage rock and mod uh, <laughs> 45 rpm seven inch records yeah so um i was i was out for a couple of weeks uh, way too long and uh, but i did travel also a, a little bit and i on my last trip to los angeles i, I brought back, back some records you're gonna hear today um mostly new stuff there's some upgrades there so probably stuff you might have heard before if we get to those other just than just a fresher uh, nicer copy uh, you know I'm, I'm trying to play the new stuff first but uh, and some of them uh, as we say in Detroit conditions so if, if they <laughs> crackle a bit uh, please forgive us but the, I think the records they should be heard even if they're not in the best of condition this is not uh, digital this is all right. All, all all records and the vast majority of records that we play on the show are are original, uh, original pressings. Maybe not first pressings. We we don't really care about that. But from from actually when these songs came out. So if we say uh, records from 1965, that particular piece of vinyl we're playing it off of was probably pressed in 1965. And uh, some of them, you know, they lasted okay. They they were not taken good care of and. And you can still get sound out of them, but they sound rough. And some of them sound perfect. Uh, some of them, yeah. they they got put in a box, and then I don't know. Decades later, we found them somehow. Um, let's tell you what we have, what we played uh, to start off with. Though we started as we always do with our theme song, "That Driving Beat" by Willie Mitchell on the High label from 1965. I played that with one uh, new to my collection, Edwin Starr, way over there. Uh, on the Gordy label, part of the Motown company from 1968. And I played Soul Soup with Everybody Listen on Kama Sutra from 1969. And uh, all, all the records that I'll be playing on the, on the show tonight, I, I think, are, are things that, uh, well, at least that I've never played on the show. Some of them may be ones that, that Uwe has in his collection. Uh, but they're all things that I've, that I've found fairly recently. Uh, some of them, actually, I've, I've had in my to-be-sorted pile for a while, sometimes you got to clean them and kind of just research them. Maybe make some notes on the on the sleeves. So you know what they are. So I've I've uh, always got records kind of in that need to be processed. Uh, um, but yeah, and and uh, the last few weeks that I've been hosting solo, I didn't want to I didn't want to bring in all these uh, new new acquisitions because I kind of want to brag to Uve. Yeah, he likes to rub it in, and 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 so do you, obviously. You know. No. We, we we like to show <laughs> off what we've uh, what we've got out there and dug up. Um, I, I, I won't be able to say on the air what my wife calls it. We're doing here sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that that's for us. That's part of the fun of of this show is you know get, getting to share these uh, these these antiques, these these valuable uh, 
uh, some sometimes financially valuable, sometimes just culturally valuable uh, uh, artifacts um, that that we get out and, and look for. I, you know, I think my my favorite thing is to be out digging and finding new stuff, and and probably my very close second favorite is is uh, to be sharing them here on the radio and uh, and and bragging a little uh, uh, to my friend Uwe. <laughs> well, let's go back to the music. Let's do it. We're talking way too much, didn't? Way too much. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up next, one on the Paula label. Uh, had to check. I thought it was out of Shreveport, uh, the Paula label, and 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 it is. Uh, the this group though, the Boogie Kings, are out of uh, Eunice, Louisiana, uh, down near Baton Rouge. Um, from from 1967 on, Paula. Here's the Boogie Kings with "I've Got Your Number."
from 1964 on the Sar Records label. That was the Valentinos with the original version of It's All Over Now. The Rolling Stones version, probably much better known and uh, became a mega hit for the Rolling Stones in the same year, actually, in 1964. And the yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. That they, uh, they were in New York and... Uh, Heard that record, a DJ played the record for them, and they were like, "Well, we should, we, we should, should do cover this it," <laughs> and uh, they did, and the rest is history. But no. the Valentinos uh, were the Womack brothers, and uh, Bobby Womack is probably a name pretty much everybody in. Yeah, he had a long career. Seen those, uh, mm. he was one of them. Yeah. Before that, uh, you heard Marv Johnson with "I'm Coming Home," 1959 on United Artists. Before that, out of Detroit, Michigan, the Martiniques with Unknown Love on Roulette from 1962. And the Boogie Kings from Louisiana got us started. I've got your number on Paula Records from 1967. You were listening to That Driving Beat, and we'd like to let you know this program gets support from Louisville's own Monarch Beer Company, a Kentucky-proud brewery and restaurant in the heart of the Schnitzelberg neighborhood. Monarch delivers award-winning beer and food. The beer is brewed in-house and dishes are made with locally sourced and sustainably raised ingredients. More information can be found on Facebook, Instagram, or at monicbeer.com. All right, let's get back into it. Now, we just we just mentioned uh, the Rolling Stones discovering a, a great rhythm and blues song in 1964 that they wanted to, uh, to cover and uh, make their own. Um, there was a lot of discovery in, in Britain uh, among British bands and British fans of uh, American rhythm and blues there in, uh, in the early 60s. Uh, and the next record I'm going to play ties into that. Uh, it's a reissue. Uh, the, the record is from 1956 originally. It came out on chess um, by Lightning Hopkins, Smokestack Lightning. It's a very well-known classic song at this point. Um, but I believe in 1956 it did not come out in Britain. Um, so a few years later, uh, they were really noticing the American rhythm and blues over there. And uh, so Pi, Pi Records, on their Pi International sub-label, um, put together a, a run of, uh, of releases they called the R&B series. Some of them, I think, were new or fairly new. Some of them were several years old, but they were all licensed uh, mostly from chess, I think, although I think they got some, some things from some other uh, other. Uh, labels in the U.S. as well, um, but so they put out just a bunch of R&B records that uh, hadn't got put out in Britain uh, before for these kids who were getting into the rhythm of blues. So that's what I'm actually playing. I'm playing the 1964 reissue on Pi International. This is a this is a UK pressing for the UK market um, in '64 of, of uh, as I said, Smokestack Lightning which came out originally in 1956 in the U.S., but they missed it there in Britain. So they finally got their copy in 64. And I have a copy because somehow two copies of it turned up in, in Louisville, Kentucky. I don't know. I have one. Uwe has one. Yeah, now. I got a lovely Christmas gift. Yeah, yeah. Have you said the artist yet? Uh, yes, yes. I, I, I believe I said uh, 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 Helen Wolf. I think I might have said Lightning Hopkins a minute ago because my brain is not working. Uh, it's Howlin' Wolf, of course, did Smokestack Lightning. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm think I'm getting my uh, uh, rhythm and blues artists mixed up. Uh, Howlin' Wolf, Smokestack Lightning, played on the 1964 UK issue on Pi International. Right. 
began 
get into a Congo drum. I see.
That was definitely a rough record, but so good. And I found it in a little record shop in LA, and uh, the price was right to buy it, even in this even horrible in the, condition. The rough shape. Because this is like one of those things you really, really find in the wild, and just to have it in your hands. And, you know, I mean, honestly, I paid a dollar for it, and it's probably worse <laughs> it's than worth, what. It's worth If it's in better condition, I probably would not have been able to pay for it. That's the difference <laughs> in condition. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, I don't, I don't have a copy of that record because I've never come across one, and I'm not going to pay online prices for okay. it. Richard Berry and the Pharaohs, of course, uh, if you know anything about music, you probably ever heard that little song called Louie Louie. And Heard that, it. Yep. That, that Richard Berry wrote that song, and uh, sadly enough, his version never got the fame that other versions did later on, and it's still being covered today by a, pretty much any garage band there is, and uh, any band mm-hmm. who ever played, probably rock band would play Louie Louie at one point in their career. That came out, um, not really sure, there's conflicting uh, informations, either 59 or 60, uh, came out on Flip in California. That's why I probably found it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's anyway. Yeah. We should move on. Uh, before that, the El Toros with a very uh, tropical conga drum uh, uh, song, "Dance with Me" on the Duke label from 1960. Uh, the El Toros, of course, from the from the the faraway mi- mystical uh, 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 tropical paradise of uh, St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> You got me there for a second. <laughs> Before that, from 1957, this is probably one of the oldest things we've played here ever, on the Baton label, and Cole with her version of Got My Mojo Working, but it just won't work on you. It's a great version. It's, I think I don't know if there's any other female artist who, who did that song. Probably. I'm yeah, I, I think that's a that's that's a heavily covered. But yeah, certainly the the, the versions you, you think of are, are, are male vocals. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great version. Uh, started the set off with Howlin' Wolf, with the the uh, rhythm and blues uh, Chicago rhythm and blues classic Smokestack Lightning. Uh, played off the 1964 British issue on Pi International, the R and B series. So we've done quite a bit of uh, 50s and early 60s rhythm and blues there in a, in a, in a row in those last few sets. Uh, let's 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 move it a little slightly newer uh, and into that uh, squarely into that northern soul sound that I know a lot of people uh, tune in for and, and that we love playing. Uh, so coming up next from Detroit uh, on the Atlantic label from 1967, we've got Barbara Lewis with. Fool, fool, fool. And then there's a parenthesis. Look in the mirror. I'm a fool, fool, fool. He only makes me blue. But I won't replace him, not even face him with the truth about loving me.
Well, it was a new one to my collection because everything I've played on the show today is new to my collection. Uh, Kathy Carlson's version of Hurt So Bad, 1968, on Phillips. That's one of those songs that it, it, it's not a soul song. I don't think anybody would say it was a soul song. It has a it has a soulful kind of uh, kind of vocal, uh, you know, a powerful vocal, and then it just has this big soaring uh, orchestral, really very traditional uh, um, arrangement behind it. it. I don't think it's even is it even a cool song? I think I, I like is. the way it sounds, but like, uh, I think it's kind of square. But the, I like it. The original, I think, is. I think it's the original. It's Little Antonin and the Imperials, and I love their version. Yeah, and yeah. it was a mega hit, and you know that's why you don't hear it on the rare soul circuit a lot. But it's it's one of those beat ballads that just yeah, really gets yeah. you. Well, and that Kathy Carlson version is is one that you know some some DJs play that out at uh, at you know big soul dance nights, uh, uh, you know Northern Soul, Rare Soul uh, kind of subculture nights. Even though you know it's just it's a big traditional. Orchestral thing, but it's it's got the it's got some power. It's got uh, it's got the beat, um, and uh, even though like if you listen to the other side, uh, you wouldn't even pick this record up. Uh, it's just a pop song. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I you know I, I like, like that one. Kathy Carlson's version of "Hurt So Bad." Before that, an artist I adore, and sadly she left us way too young. Died like uh, in, in her early twenties on the. Brain cancer, brain tumor. Tammy Terrell, come and see me on Motown from 1966. And uh, the other side I might play next next time uh, is good too. Uh, she just was such a wonderful singer and That's artist. Great, and it's great just record, so great that artist. She's not with us because yeah. who she knows did. where she would have gone. Yeah. You know? Bobby Copney. I don't know if it's Copney or Company before that. Uh, with Ain't No Good, 19... 66 on the tough label. Before that, Avi Sands, Take Me for a Little While, Blue Cat in 1965. And uh, as James said, that all his are new, all mine are new too so far. Haven't played anything I played before on this show. Yep. New to our collections, but old, 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 old records. records. And I apologize again when some of their sound is not the best. Uh, you know, those are old records, and Somewhere I that cleaned them as, as well as I could, but. Yep. Uh, Barbara Lewis got that set started way back with Fool, 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 Look in the Mirror, 1967, on Atlantic. Uh, we do want to thank you for uh, for listening to uh, uh, to that driving beat. And if you want to get in touch with us on social media, you can search for uh, that. Search for Midnight Hour Sound System, sorry, on either Instagram or Facebook. See what we're getting up to. See what uh, what we're doing on the show, what we're doing out in the real world, and... Uh, if we found any cool records. All right, I think you've got one queued up there that'll take us through the hour. What have we got? That's Joe Hinton with I'm Satisfied on Backbeat from 1968.
Two of that driving beat from the Art FM WXOX studios. My name's James. My name is Uwe. And we bring records down and play them on the radio at you to try to get you dancing. That's what happens here at that driving beat. Don't hurt yourself. 
That was Barbara Eklund, After You, Brunswick from 1969. Before that, started the second hour off with Billy Stewart, one of Uwe's favorites. Uh, uh, Billy Stewart is, uh, that was Why Do I Love You So, 1967, on the chess label. All right, uh, I'm going to play one now. It's a little It's a little odd. I think it's from the 70s. Something about the sound makes me think this might even be from the early 80s. Uh, and it's from a uh, a little label out of, uh, hold on, I'm going to I'm gonna have to look at the record again to get the town right. Out of Anniston, Alabama, which is out in the eastern part of Alabama. The artist is from Gadsden, Alabama, which is not too far from Anniston. And it was recorded, it says on the label, um, in, uh, in uh, uh, Little Rock. No, hold on. <laughs> No, it's recorded in Birmingham. Uh, sorry, sorry, I, I got to keep looking at this record. I, this is this is one. This is the first time I played it on the show. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to like it, Uve. And I don't know how it might the, be the last that, time you play on the show. It might be the last. But no, I I, I kind of love it, and and you know I love it because it is one of these just sort of off the wall, kind of off kilter sounding things on a on a little label. Uh, an artist that uh, you know had had a long but very local and very very contained career. He never crossed over into any kind of uh, success more than just sort of touring the touring the uh, the venues uh, you know around around where he lived uh, from what I can tell but uh, I'm gonna play it and uh, we'll see what we think Bill Avery on the big D records label from sometime 30 to 40 years ago uh, with ooey baby <laughs> Through. I know love is so hard to find, but the night I 
right, we did a little what we call a modern soul set. <laughs> Nothing more than about it. A little, like very new. Some of that stuff was from 1971. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> well, that last one you heard is from 69 on Bamboo, Mel and Tim, uh, produced by Gene Chandler, of all people. I found that I was wrong. Abraham and his sons before that. With Your Mother Understood, that one came out in 1968 on review. Uh, Nathan, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Abraham and his sons uh, were, uh, were from Forest City, Arkansas, about 40 miles west of Memphis, and, and uh, that is Forest with the two R's. So that town is named after the uh, Confederate general and uh, Klan, Ku Klux Klan founder and Grand Wizard. Uh, which is unfortunate for uh, the for the, this this group and the other people of Forest City, <laughs> Arkansas. Um, but that's where they're from. Um, yeah, uh, Abraham and his sons. Wow. I don't know if I can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the real world's creeping in. But you know, that's the thing. Like so many of these songs, the the real world of what was going on in the '60s is just right outside the frame of what we're looking at in the yeah. songs here. And it, it bears thinking about sometimes. Before that, Bill Coday, Get Your Lie Straight, 1971 Galaxy. And Bill Avery, which we, we were talking, it sounds like it could be from the late 60s, but then there's this synth. <laughs> there's a synthesizer or, you know, maybe, you know, electric piano of some, some, something weird is going on over that. That thing might be from the eighties. I don't know. Uh, Bill Avery, ooey baby on uh, big D records. Yeah. I think eighties to be honest. Yeah. It's, I kind of dig it. With but, a synthesizer. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't hate it. Yeah. You may, you may play that again. I, 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 may, <laughs> I don't have to strike that one from the, uh, from the record. <laughs> You're not going to sort it out the window. <laughs> All right. Okay, this next record, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to talk about it a little bit. <laughs> it's going to be another one that I talk about. Uh, it's by Brooks O'Dell. This is actually his first single. Uh, he went on to uh, to record several other uh, several other things, and uh, including working with uh, one of my favorite artists, Swamp Dog, a.k.a. Jerry Williams Jr. Uh, but this was back in the early 60s. Uh, he's from Philadelphia, but he was touring in Italy with... Uh, uh, the Commanders, uh, uh, a group from Philadelphia, uh, and he was a he was a vocalist uh, on that tour. And somehow or another, while they were over in Italy in 1962, they recorded a few songs. Uh, I guess you know in a, in Italian studios with Italian engineers and producers, and maybe some Italian uh, um, musicians too. I'm I'm, I'm not really sure. Uh, it's, it's it's a strange thing. Uh, so this is a, a 45, This uh, the, the 45 I'm playing came out only in Italy. Um, as far as I know, this song and, and the, the song on the, on the flip side never came out on any kind of uh, uh, American issue, either at the time or since. I, I, I haven't even found it listed on any like CD compilations or anything. Um, so this is the Italian copy uh, from 1962 of a song called don't play that song, which uh, was originally done by Benny King, written by Ahmed Erdogan, uh, one of the, uh, the owners in, uh, of Atlantic Records. Um, so here is Brooks O'Dell's Italian recorded version of uh, Don't Play That Song from 1962 on the Durium label. 
There's some other words in the label, but Marquestre. Yeah, there you go. They're in Italian. I don't know what they mean. <laughs> play the record. I've seen the label listed as just dirty in other places. Here's Brooks Odell. Don't play that song. Don't play it no more. Don't play it no more. Don't play it no more. No, 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 no. Don't play that song for me. It brings
That was Lula Reed, also known as Lulu Reed. You Gotta Have That Green came out in 1961 on Federal. Before that, Brooke Benton, 1962, on the Mercury label with Lie to Me. And, and if you thought that sounded like a country song, I agree with you. The, the, that's definitely one of those songs where the line between rhythm and blues and country is just non-existent. Um, and, you know, really, when you, like, when you look at why, it's produced by Shelby Singleton, who uh, would go on to own several of his own labels, but at this point was uh, still working for Mercury Producing. And he was producing country and R&B, uh, co-written by Margie Singleton, Shelby Singleton's wife uh, at the time, um, who was, was known as a country singer. She uh, Probably her biggest successes is she, uh, she did some duets with uh, George Jones uh, and also wrote, wrote a lot of songs. And just the arrangement about it. Uh, to me, that, that's a country arrangement with, you know, maybe a kind of uh, uh, R&B uh, uh, lean to it. But because it's Brooke Benton, and this was 1962, and Brooke Benton was black and was an R&B singer, it didn't go anywhere near the country chart, but it, uh, it charted as an R&B song. Anyway, Brooke Benton, Lie to Me. I like that one. Before that, one of our own, Kentucky Girl. Jackie D, better known as Jackie D. Shannon. And that record is from 1958. It's credited to her. It's called Buddy. A little bit of rock and roll, a little country yeah, rock. Some country, country in there. Came yeah. out on Liberty. Uh, the flip also is uh, credit to her. It's very different. I might play it next time around, not today. Um, it's more of a popcorny sound. Uh, Oh, I mean, yeah. Kind of a cooler yeah. kind of swing. I, but kind still of has yeah. some country tinge to oh, it. Oh, sure, for sure. Uh, you know, yeah, check yeah. the Shannon. We'll uh, play that one next week. I, I just, when I heard that record, I, mean, I had to buy it because everybody knows, put a little love in your heart, that like 70s uh, soft rock, whatever you want to call that, became a mega, mega hit and she became a mega star. But uh, she did some really you know, interesting stuff, and she she must have been about seventeen when she recorded that record. Mm. So uh, as a teenager, she was more in, uh, you know, the rock and roll. Yeah, kind of cool. Brooks O'Dell started that off with one recorded uh, somewhere in a studio in Italy. Uh, Don't play that song on the uh, Durium Durium label from 1962. Let's get back to it. Yeah, let's get back. Uh, let's let's get a little newer again. We're going to come all the way up to 1970 uh, for some Philadelphia sound here on the Gamble label, The Intruders. I'm Girl Skelton.
Hawkins with an R&B number, not a soul number. A whole lot of women on money from 1966. Woody Herman before that with Sidewinder, 1966, also on the Columbia label. Before that, from 1969 on the Hyde label, N. Peebles with Solid Foundation. The Intruders got us started there with I'm Girl Scouting, 1970 on Gamble out of uh, Philadelphia. That was a pretty good set. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I think, uh, I think we did well. I think so. <laughs> I hope uh, I hope the I listeners hope, are enjoying. I hope uh, nobody turned the radio off. Yes, yeah, I hope the listeners are enjoying the dance party. Uh, we do want to let you know again that uh, That Driving Beat is proud to get support from Louisville's own Monic Beer Company, a Kentucky-proud brewery and restaurant in the heart of the Schnitzelberg neighborhood. Monic delivers award-winning beer and food. The beer is brewed in-house, and dishes are made with locally sourced and sustainably raised ingredients. More information can be found on Facebook, Instagram, or at monicbeer.com. All right. Coming up next, one by Otis Redding on the Atco label, where uh, mo- most a lot of his stuff showed up. Some of his sh- stuff showed up on Volt, uh, but it was all out of uh, stacks. Uh, Atco was part of Atlantic, which... Had a lot of their artists record at Stax, and Volt was owned by Stax. Anyway, here's Otis Redding, 1968 on Atco, with nobody's fault but mine.
station to notify the nation. News from Washington, rock and roll is number one, baby. Singing blues, rock and roll, arithmetic, classes on a rhythm kick, baby. Hey, now, now, child. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna rock a little while. All this slopping in Germany. Slopping in Germany. Doing the shimmy over in Italy. All this swinging in a sweet Gene George with good news. Uh, he was rocking around the world. Yeah, there there was one bit. of those. Uh, there were there were a bunch of those. Just let's rock in lots of different countries. Yeah, uh, songs China, back then. China to the behind the iron curtain. Yeah, doing the mashed potato behind the iron curtain. All right. 1960 on Rendezvous Records. Otis Redding uh, before that, with nobody's fault but mine. 1968 on the Atco label, and uh, I I positive uh, that that must have been a. a a product of the uh, the Stax studio in uh, in um, Memphis. Memphis, yeah. Come on, brain, work with me here. Work with me. All right, uh, this has been that driving beat. We want to thank you for joining us. Hope you join us again in the future uh, for another radio dance party. If you want to find us on social media, just search for Midnight Hour Sound System on either Instagram or Facebook. 
you can see what we're doing on the show if uh, if we're doing something out in the real world we actually do events out in the real world designed to get people up and dancing and uh, we'd love to see see people yeah we'll be in Nashville soon uh, yeah yeah you can uh, you can find some information uh, on uh, just, as I said by looking for Midnight Hour Sound System on either Instagram or Facebook um and uh, we also post just if we find cool records on there. Well, so we uh, we post our finds on there just to to uh, show you know I, I don't know to show off to brag right? Is I, I, am I right? It's to brag. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, want to say to educate people. Yes, but well, it's that too. It's, it's bragging. Too. It's bragging. I, I usually try to give some information as well, especially when you post stuff you bought online. I don't post much that I bought <laughs> online because I. Don't, I, I, I I buy most of my stuff out in the real world. Um, anyway, let's, uh, <laughs> let's squeeze a couple more in here. Uh, first, you're going to hear Wes Montgomery version of Tequila in 1966 on Verve. And then I'll play uh, something probably completely different. I'm not sure what it's going to sound like. Tony Fortune, If You Love Me, and Crusader from 1964. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time. If you love me, then let it show. If you. 